You just tested me, Mike. You tested me. I'm not going to take your bait. Hey, is the is the sound quality okay? I grabbed like a little podcast microphone thing. I don't know if it works okay or not. Yeah, it sounds fine to me. Okay. Yeah, it's a little. Oh, nice. Know. No, those are those are usually like pretty good quality. Yeah, that's an Amazon special. I think this was like 40. like a twenty dollar Amazon thing that I got oh, a few really? years ago. <laughs> yeah, this was on sale for I want to say thirty bucks. Oh, good. Yeah. So. But Mike scared me because he's like, oh, make sure you have something so your sound quality is really good because we only want really good sound quality. I'm like, okay. Um, Dude, I should go like, get something. For like the first, I don't know, half dozen episodes, I was using like the $20 Turtle Beach like gamer headset things plugged into my computer. That's what I was going to use because my, my son has some pretty nice ones. And I asked him and he's like, well, maybe you could just find something, Dad, because I, I really don't want you to use my headset. <laughs> I don't want you messing this up. Hi, thanks a lot, Jackson. Appreciate that, bud. Yeah, that's I because my kids had it when they were doing the uh, distance learning. Right. So I grabbed theirs and plugged it right in, and it it worked fine. Okay. And then I remembered I had this microphone, and then I just didn't have the uh, this little stand thing. So this was like twenty bucks on Amazon. Oh yeah, you guys have a nice setup. I like it like that. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, and then I graduated from our little school area downstairs, so now I have a whole room <laughs> dedicated to like. Our kind of it's got like our cricket, my wife's sewing machine, and the Peloton in the background, and so that's the room that you redid the closet, and then your kid didn't want it. Yeah, so like he, yeah, he <laughs> wanted to move into the bigger room, so that's right. I have the closet door shut over here, so I don't have to look at it. Right. And then I don't go into his new room because now he's back to the wire shelving, <laughs> and I got to look at it. God, now I got to redo this one, and that one's like twice, twice the size of this one. Uh my my wife literally yanked everything out of our pantry today, like everything. I, I was out here and I was doing a juice group, and I walked in, and I'm like, "What happened? Like all of our food was <laughs> with our kitchen table, our entire island. It was a shed. All three kids like stacking food, and I'm like, what's going on? It's like I just we just have to redo our whole pantry. Like, okay, <laughs> what does that what does that mean? She's like, I don't know. Um. I'm going to put it all back real nice, but then I'm probably going to have you, like, build some shelves or something. I'm like, okay. okay. So that's cool. Yeah, like, we didn't have a, a proper pantry when we bought the house. We had, like, this little buffet with some upper cabinets. Right. And my wife's like, you know, instead of just redoing all the countertops, just how hard would it be to pull this stuff out and to make that a pantry? I don't, I don't think it would be that hard. And it wasn't, except for the fact that the tile guys, like, cemented and then put chicken wire <laughs> in the cement. And, like, I swear to God, I, like, ripped out half the drywall just trying to get that crap out. That's crazy. So it says I'm supposed to let everyone know they're being recorded. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, in California, it's kind of a, it's kind of a law. Yeah, here, too. Uh, I pushed the recording now on Skype, and I have this other thing recording, so who knows what we're going to have. I was hoping to get some I don't know. I'm recording on my end, so right. in case my audio goes janky well, on here. It sounds like you're in a cave. You're in a cave. I might be in a cave. I'm in a man cave. I can't even call this a man cave. No, you can't. i got a sewing machine right next to me. That's, 
I know some men that sew. No. I don't. I don't really. I've never sewed. You've never sewed? I do own a cricket, though, but I do not sew. I have a cricket as well, which I'll be using. I'll cricket some shit out of some stuff. I'll cricket some shit out of stuff. David, what do you use your cricket for? Um, signs. Um, pretty much any time my wife decides she needs a new shirt for Valentine's Day or Christmas or I don't know Thanksgiving or Halloween, she'll come up and hey, I need this design made, and she'll have me like five shirts, and I'll just make them for her. Nice. You have the Cricut press and stuff. Um, yeah, I have the. I think it's an eight by ten. The hand press, not the big like. But the the one that looks like an iron kind of. Okay. My daughter bought yeah. one and she made my shirt and we're going to do it. I had a bunch of shirts order that I have to make, but um, I just had some company Vivor and I did a video for it, which I got to post on YouTube. I already shot the video, but um, I had to do the unboxing video of this 15 by 15 press. It's from China. Hopefully it works. I don't really know if it will, but um, we're going to break probably that out. So. You probably got some weird new variant that hasn't even been discovered yeah. yet. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's Sorry, dude, I just got boosted the other day because I don't want to lose my job. And oh, like, did you spent the last two days feeling like crap? They made they made you get the booster. Yeah, so the city council voted unanimously that all city employees have to get it. Wow. So I got it. So I got natural immunity. I got artificial immunity, and I'm probably going to get myocarditis and die. Yeah, you were so. telling me that you didn't want to get the booster because it has an effect on your heart. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's typically people kind of in my age range. I'm at like kind of the tail end of that age range, but they were seeing it in males. I think 25 to 35 were coming up with this myocarditis, which, which affects uh, like enlarges your heart or something like that. And then both sides of my family, I've had grandparents um, with massive heart issues so it's like, oh, cool. So anything where it's like has to do with the heart, I kind of like my ears perk up. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, cool. I guess I'll die. Well, let's hope not. But if you do, do I get whatever tools you have? Because if I yeah, sure you, my have, you can have my my Dewalt planer and okay. my laser. Like you can have my laser because I know you were kind of on the fence about it. I need two planers to sit back to back so I can feed really long pieces of wood through them. I'm gonna go through one, then go through the other one. Well, you can do like two passes and just have one at like a 32nd of an inch right. and one at a 64th of an inch. and you I'll take it. You'll get, you'll get no snipe. Oh, and that's what I wanted to talk to David about. And I, yeah. we can bring it up during the regular show, but uh, I just, I'm doing those three cutting boards. So one question was, one of them that I have to do the juice groove on, I'm ready. It's, it's perfectly flat. It's ready to be engraved. Uh, one of them came out a little, it's a little tilted. So right. I have made a sled for the planer, which is actually just a piece of melamine. Yeah, just a piece of melamine to work, yeah. And then I hot glue it with a, uh, um, a small, what do you call those things? Shim? Thank you. I a was going to say a wedge, like a wedge of cheese. <laughs> um, but put a shim under the one side, right? And then it'll plane that flat and then flip it over and plane the other side. Right. I do something similar, but I'll use just like a scrap piece of wood and I will – use some star bond and I will actually put it to the wood and run it through the drum sander. Um, cause the drum sander won't take off as much material. Okay. You can get really light passes through there. That way your board doesn't become right. Really thin. And, uh, once I stop hearing it hit that back corner where it's really digging in, yeah. I'll flip it over onto that melanine and me- melamine. And by then it'll be dead flat. Oh, okay. So 
shim it, sand it, then take that piece off, then flip it over onto the melamine and feed it through the planer? I don't even take the piece off. I'll just flip it over. Yeah. And then by then that's your flat side, right? So right. you'll know if you're dead flat. And then okay. I'll run it the other side through the planer because now the bottom is flat. So you got to get the top flat. Right. I'll run it through there. And when you're getting that top flat, that's when that little piece of wood will get removed. Oh, taken off. Okay. Right. All right, cool. And the other thing was on two of them, there's a little bit of snipe, like an inch in on the sides. And I don't know if, if I From run it through planer? the yeah. If I run it through the drum sander, will that take care of that? Absolutely. Yeah. Usually okay. I do Walt's pretty good. If, if I throw it in at an angle, I usually won't get that snipe as bad, but if I do get any, the drum sander will clean it up. Okay. Cause I have the same planer as you, I would imagine the seven thirty five. is it? Yeah. Right. Okay. So I hadn't, I've seen a lot of videos about building um, the sled. I finally, I've got a bunch of melamine sitting around, so I decided to make one. Now my boards are just like 12 and a half inches wide, so I'm just getting it in there because it's 13 inches clearance, so I can't really go much on an angle. So so the, the key with the sled is you want to make sure you put a lip on it. That way when you're pushing it through, it the wood's going to want to go backwards, okay. and that lip's going to catch it. Same thing for your drum sander. So just a small piece of wood. Okay. Going across the back end of it, it'll act as a lip. Okay. I had I used yeah, hot glue. I had a one by two on mine. A one by two. Yeah. I, I glued the actual hot glued the board to the melamine. Um, I think I brad nailed mine, but yeah, whatever. Okay. So I, I didn't see it shift at the time, but I'll add a little piece. I actually need to make a longer uh board planing um sled because mine's just short enough to get the one board on it. So we'll see. All right. See, I think my sled right. is like way too long. It's like it's seriously about three feet long. Oh, oh mine's just barely <laughs> longer than the piece I'm putting on it. So I, because that's the, what I had laying around, I'm actually go right. to Menards and buy a, a melamine shelf, and then I'll just make a planing sled out of it. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I I asked I two planning. different ones, like a one that's probably twenty two inches and then about three feet. Twenty two inches and three feet. You said. Yeah, I have two different ones. It just depends on what I'm running through there. Okay. I had asked Brandon uh, how thick his coasters are because at some point, if I take too much material off one of the cutting boards, I'll be making coasters yeah, out of it. Just chop it up. So he, he told me quarter inch, right? Quarter inch or well, three no, inch? No, it's usually like three half eights? to three quarters, but I oh, think half. my three quarter ones are a little bit thick. Three like quarters? Beefy that's, yeah, that's huge. It's beefy, man. Coaster. It's got girth. It's yeah. got girth. Do you put felt on the bottom of them? I put the little um, rubber stoppers. Okay. And then I'll actually uh, use a Forstner bit, like a, I forget the size, I think like a half inch. Okay. And I'll, because I'll, I'll put finish all over the coaster, and then once that cures and everything, I'll remove, like, it, it's like maybe a 64th of an inch, like just enough to break through that stuff and then I'll stick it directly to the wood and throw a little CA glue on there just because I'm paranoid. Okay. And, uh, David, do you have a tub for oil or do you hand oil it? And what oil do you use? Um, I'm currently hand oiling. Um, I, I did a lot of different oils. I had walrus oil and furniture butter from walrus oil. I really like that bumble shoots right now. Um, it smells really good and it, it does a really nice finish on it. And I just got a new one from them called wood serum. 
So I'm going to try that next, but that's what I'm using right now. I haven't done the whole dunk thing, but I probably will just because every time somebody makes a reel, it gets like 5 million views. So I'm probably going to do the dunk. Okay. Cause I know, um, Justin over at campfire, he does the dunk in his big tub that he keeps under his bench and he just dunks those things and in slow motion, it does look pretty cool, but I, I don't know how long I got to ask him how long he keeps it in there and stuff, but I'm trying to find these things out as I'm making these first three boards. This is just my opinion. I don't, unless you're doing an angering board, I don't think you need to dunk. I think hand oiling is fine. You're going to get plenty of absorption. The only thing with the angering board is it just drinks it. Like yeah, before you right. can even spray it with your hand, it's already like gone. So that would be a good one to dunk. I think so. What shirt do you have on? Okay, I'm wearing my Cops Care Cancer Foundation shirt. Uh, that's the organization I was with during uh, Christmas time when we drove all over the Bay Area dropping off uh, Christmas presents to uh, kids with cancer. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, David? No, I was just going to say the oil is great. You're going to get a lot of good coverage on the board, but then you're going to wax it anyways, and it's going to lock it in. So you're golden either way. All right, I have the walrus wax. Walrus oil wax, board wax, but that's all I have right now. That's okay. You yeah, you can your just make own. your own or use some of Brandon's. I mean, Brandon was yeah. supposed to send me a tin. I have some from him. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'll send you some. I think it was actually sitting on my bench and I meant to send it yeah. <laughs> and just forgot. It's okay. All right. Do you have anything else, Brandon, you want to wrap about before we get to the show show? No? You want no. to talk about your team yesterday a little bit or no? We'll talk about that in the show. We could talk about that during the show. Look, man, I that game took years off my life. I can't wait to hear it. That game was that game was crazy. Like the the last three weeks have taken a good three years off. Yeah, I I bet. Today for the Rams game, I mean, emotionally I'm I'm exhausted. Yeah, I don't know what that's like anymore. So I was See, that's how I felt during the Cowboy game when they started coming. I was like, oh God, not like this. Not like this. <laughs> not to Dak. Not to that garbage right. quarterback. That still argument holds no weight. What has he won? It doesn't matter what he won. Did you know that Joe Burrow has more playoff victories than Dak Prescott? Here we go. I want to see their numbers. Lifetime. And we'll, we can talk. Just numbers, not wins, like Super Bowl oh, oh, wins. Oh, 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 not the only thing that matters? It's kind of what matters, though, at the end then, of the day. Then but. everybody should Dan Marino is a great quarterback, but he will never be cons- he'll never be on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks because yeah, he, he does not have a Lombardi trophy. He no, was he doesn't. in the Super Bowl, he will not. and he's got all kinds of records. Oh, he was he's in one of the, the Super Bowl. What happened during that Super Bowl? He's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. So no matter that he's your not team on the Mount Rushmore. Him, okay. He's not, he's not a top four all-time Whatever. quarterback. You want, I would put Brady, Montana... Aaron Rodgers, I'd put ahead of him. Okay, listen. Because Rodgers has a ring. I'm going to prove a point to you. I'm going to say one quarterback name who's got four rings that doesn't deserve to be on that Mount Rushmore. Terry Bradshaw. There's my argument. He's got four rings, not even half the quarterback of those guys. Not even half the quarterback is Dan Marino. You know who else has more Super Bowl rings than Dan Marino? Trent Dilfer. Yeah, there's another one. <laughs> Doesn't deserve to the, be the pride of Fresno State. So you don't have to <laughs> have the championship to be one of the greatest, but whatever. I understand you. But your you're argument. not going to be on the Mount Rushmore. I'm talking about just numbers, stats, top four all time, percentage complete, completion, interceptions, touchdowns, all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's all right. We won't. We'll get. Dak is that. not a great. Dak is not a lead. Whatever. 
That's cool. All right. <laughs> so, David agrees with me. Well, he's got, he had to go to another quarterback, hopefully to get him a championship because golf wasn't. Hey, whatever works. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge if Matthew Stafford fan. If the Cowboys that, they probably it end doesn't up matter. Long. Yep. I'm a huge Stafford fan. I, I got to watch him twice against the Bears every year. Uh, I watched him more closely, and I always thought, I always felt bad for him because he's always been on shit right. teams. So he's yeah. finally got a good team, and I, I hope he can do something with it. But I don't like to say it. I, I don't. <laughs> I know. This is, this is tough. I, my sister's a 49er <laughs> fan, so if, if, if you guys go on, I have to, I'll be happy for my sister. And you, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. All right, we're going to go live in five.